right, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That dude's going ham on the crash symbols. I never noticed it. <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, it's the cap jams. <laughs> Whoever plays it. <laughs> Man, uh, also, I don't know. I, I think I know what happened, but I just thought it was so funny, and it, it's funny enough that I want to bring it up. Um, while the countdown was yeah. going on, the music restarted because Hunger Brunch is not five minutes long, and I meant to get rid of it, but I forgot because I hate that song. Uh, I think at one point when it looped around and there wasn't any music, I saw you you make a face go like this. And I was like, where'd the music go? And I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I, th I thought, no, I think it was, uh, I, that might have been unrelated. It was either oh. Little John saying, put your fucking hands up, because that threw me <laughs> off guard. Or it was the fact that I was trying to install Fightcade and then I was getting a 7-zip install error. And then uh. I tried try to run it as administrator and then i try to set it to a different place none of that worked so now i gotta make an exception like you gotta be a troubleshooting scientist to make third strike work on your freaking portable computer yeah like, hello, everybody. Oh. hey hello uh, welcome to episode of best five uh we're we're like, both of us are just going through it man life's difficult but we're here <laughs> and we get to hang out and talk about fighting games and have a good time for about an hour mm -hmm. uh, and before we start Let's talk about us, shall we? Because we're the important ones here. Um, okay. I, I, I've been going to the gym again three times a week, working with my personal trainer, and I'm finally feeling like I actually belong at the gym again. Kind of. Yeah. Everyone belongs. What do you mean? <laughs> well, like, you, you, uh, I was in, like, a really good groove before November, right? And then mm -hmm. November happened, and I had to travel, and, like, I didn't work out for, like, two months. And then I finally came back, Sucks. and I'm finally starting to feel, like... I did before I left, kind of. You know what I love about this show is sometimes we go on tangents about things that are totally unrelated to fighting games. Mm -hmm. uh, you remind me of a video, a YouTuber who used to go, his name is Elliot, he used to make videos. He, like, it started off, yo, Elliot! Like, a really OG YouTuber who would do, like, all kinds of exercise and being a man type videos. <laughs> but he hasn't made any content in many months because he got fat, because he mm -hmm. got injured. I don't know, it just made me think of that. And that's just one of the dangers of working out and not being at the gym. You get injured, then you're gone for the gym, and then you feel like, ah, it's hard to get back into the rhythm. Yeah, dude. So I 100% I relate to that. Yeah, no, it's it's like rolling a rock up a hill. And by a rock, I mean a giant boulder. And then, like, when it, when you when you drop it, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to find another one. <laughs> oh, I see what you're uh, But, uh... But anyway, other than that, you know, we're 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 going through it. We're like, you know, we're making our thing. Uh, we're doing our thing. How about yourself? How are things on your end? Oh, I told you earlier. I yelled at a four-year-old today. Uh, it felt terrible, but it had to be done. Sounds like they deserved it. You gotta share the toys, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they deserved it, man. You're you're you know, fuck them. Uh, I don't like going dad. I mean, I like going dad mode, but I don't like I don't like being the disciplinary person. I'd rather be the good cop. Mm. But you know, I'm just here. I'm not gonna like. You know, sometimes you feel like they're just testing you. Like, hey, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta like, uh, you know. Dude, I used to teach high school, so like that feeling of they're testing you is like a constant. <laughs> Can we just be cool? Why do Why do we have to go through this whole process? I don't want to make yeah. you cry. That's not what I would like to do. Yeah. Well, sounds like they deserved it, and you made it better. So now they've learned a lesson, and it will never happen again. Yeah, I don't know. 
I guess, I guess, deserve is the. It's an interesting word to use, but I just. <laughs> when this is why I'll never be a parent, man. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know you're being selfish when you're four. Yeah. It was the the word that triggered me was mine. This is. Oh mine. yeah. And then I, I was like, "Is it my house?" <laughs> 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 I didn't say that, but. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I bet you they won't do it again, at least for a couple days. Or, I don't oh. know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I am somebody who loves saying I told you so. So I'm going to say I told you so. When I mentioned the Streamer Awards a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago. But I had mentioned that I think the, the FGC representatives uh, could have done a better job selecting their clips, with the exception of mm. Etoile. With the exception of Etoile. Because he chose a clip off of a production. Granted, it was a whole production that he, w he was a part of that was on his channel. Uh, and that clip made way more sense than any of the other clips that Sayjam, Maximilian, and Hungrybox chose or decided not to choose. Um, did they make sense to us? Absolutely. Did they make sense to literally anybody else? Hell nay. So, who won the thing? Etwal did. And who presented the award? Low Tier God did. And that was funny. <laughs> oh, that shit was so fucking funny. On, on Low Tier God, um, I was showing it to my boomer, my shin boomer friends, and they were just, because we were like laughing Tekken, and he never he never seen the this dude's doing string clip. I wasn't sure how it was gonna fly by, but man, he was laughing so hard. I could, <laughs> and now we like use it as a regular thing. But wow, he said wow three separate times. He was doing strings. Wow. Oh man, did uh, and, and I here's saw Asman. I saw Asman goal. He 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 reviewed the awards and he talked about it. And he, when he saw low tier god, he said something along the lines of. Even when he's presenting an award, he makes it about himself. <laughs> That's pretty good. Dude, people were booing him, man. He was playing it up. I kind of dig it. But here's the thing, and I wanted to bring this up. Have you seen any of his streams lately? He's he's on Twitch. He's still streaming, doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Dude, I I hung out in there. I can't really talk because for whatever reason, the, my, my personal account got banned. I think I just got pissed off and was like <laughs> being an asshole. I'm totally deserved, by the way. I'm totally willing to own up to that. But I was hanging out in the stream, just watching a stream. Dude, it, the guy's just fucking vibing, man. Like, it, it's completely yeah. different than what I thought it would be and what I knew of Low Tier God in the day. So I'd like to think oh. that he's, like, over that whole shenanigans. Yeah, it's... Oh, man, it's a... I don't want to... I don't like talking about people too much. I mean, I've, I've met him in person. He's mm -hmm. cool by my book. Uh, but I think it, he's a combination of, like, a whirlwind of self-awareness it's coming from a real place it got it got him to where he was so why not just dig in more into it yeah uh, whatever god bless him wish him the best yeah not nah, like the stream was a vibe and you know uh for what it's worth i was happy to see him and he was playing it up he was being like you know people were booing him and he was just eating it up it was fun it was funny it was funny i'm a fan yeah, yeah. i'm a fan uh but uh and then uh afterwards you know maximilian got uh his legacy award uh through the streamer awards which was really cool to see i don't know if you saw any of that but they uh honored maximilian with the legacy award for how long he's been doing this for being kind of the bridge between the normies and the fgc for so long so that was really really nice i do want to bring up two things 
I do want to bring up two things. I'm tired of the FGC bitching. Talk to them. Let them know. First, there was the low tier God thing of people being like, "Oh, I can't believe it's low tier." Like, who the fuck cares? Uh, granted, right like I don't, I don't hands. know, I don't know what kind of damage he did when he was doing his thing, when he was like, you know, in quote unquote prominence. But so I, I can't speak on that. But from from my point of view, who, who cares? Secondly, uh, a lot of people were bitching both inside and outside of the FGC about Max's video when they were giving him the Legacy Award. They cut this beautiful video of oh. his stuff, and mm -hmm. they were having audio issues. Both in the venue and on stream. And a lot of people were like, oh, they ruined Maximilian's award because the audio issues. It's like, man, do I, I, anybody... So th there's two lessons to be learned here about that specific thing. One, I don't think people realize how hard that shit is to do. Mm. Right? Especially when it's like, there's audio issues and shit. Like, it could be like one of a billion things and like three quarters of them are out of anybody's control. <laughs> so like it could literally just be the room's too hot right like it could be something as simple as that so i think people being upset about that shit is like fuck you uh two i hope i hope that makes everybody appreciate how good the production value of tournaments are Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. this, where everybody has their eyes on one stage and one thing is happening, granted their production is a lot more complex than something at a tournament, right? Like they had a billion cameras, they had cameras running around the floor. Uh, lights. Lights, yeah. So, but what I wanted to say is, we have it good in the FGC when it comes to production. With people like Tong, with people like uh, Chris Sega, 10-0, Tampa Never Sleeps, uh, Level Up Live. All those people work their asses off. And they do it so well that I think the community takes it for granted how miraculously great things are on the spectating side. I can't even imagine half mm -hmm. of the shit they have to deal with back there. So mm -hmm. we have so many thankless jobs in the OGC. Yeah. So I, I just hope people can see that this stuff is extremely hard and we in the FGC have it extremely good. And, it, you know, like shit like that happens, man. Like, look. I was having fucking issues with my audio even before we went live. Like, we, like my, my audio driver keeps crashing and like shit just keeps falling apart over here. So, uh, but yeah, anywho, I just wanted to bring that up because I called it weeks ago and it happened exactly as I said it would. So suck it. Elan Donis. Yes. Or more like common sense. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, tonight on the show, we're going to talk about Hamlet. Uh, specifically the Mel Gibson version. Uh, we're going to talk about the Tekken 8 Tekken talk that happened at midnight and some of the stuff that they talked about over there. We're going to go over the Capcom Cup that is currently ongoing, the Capcom Cup 10. Uh, and there's like a little bit of, and you know, this goes back to the whole FGC bitches too much. There's a whole lot of drama with the groups and uh, with a bunch of stuff surrounding that. We're going to also talk about the last chance qualifier. And then, Automatic, you uh, grabbed a match from the last chance qualifier that you have put under the proverbial microscope and you're going to tell us mm. what happened and like show us some cool stuff that's kind of a thing word you know you live in the lab you microscope things in the lab but anyway uh no recap today because i forgot 
so let's just get right into it, shall we? We're gonna I have we're gonna recap the the LCQ stuff. I have that ready. We're gonna talk about it when we get there. First, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Grand Blue had an update today, and they added a guest character along with a couple of balance changes. And the character is to be or not to be. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing them to die, to sleep no more. And by asleep to say we end the heartache and the thousands natural shocks. That flesh is there too. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished to die, to sleep, to sleep perchance to dream. Aye, there's the rub. So 2B is now in <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising. Uh, I had a chance to play with that character earlier today. Uh, for those of you that were here, I streamed it and it was a lot of fun. It's a uh, dude, that character is like a rush down heavy character with a backswing blow in a 2D game, and it's wild. Uh, she can really fuck you up from any part of the screen. It's really fun and also terrifying. So I'm a fan. Uh, somebody said recently that Grand Blue versus Rising is like uh, 2D so caliber. And I think that kind of makes sense in my head. It kind of makes sense in my head. Because I think like the kind of you look like you're about to blow. But <laughs> oh. I never played near Automata, so I don't know. Uh, I didn't even know what the character looked in like the until... Game. In the game! Don't she take off her clothes you can see her... Does she? I I wasn't paying attention. Well, I, that's all I saw on, on X today. Some combos oh. with her butt cheeks out. Oh. I was trying I was trying to figure out where I could fit in that while you were on the Hamlet <laughs> speech. I was, I was hoping to just... You say this, this piece of literature <laughs> that's, you know... Like human beings, one of the greatest works of art, <laughs> butt cheeks. I was trying to find out where I could, but then you kept going. I was like, I'm running out of air. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes time stops for no one. Arrows of time march on, or I, don't, I forget what they said in Soul Calibur, but yeah, anyway, sure there's a there's a move where her moves where her clothes just blow off. I mean, you oh. just see a full like midsection and then like the animation of the super is that you know she doesn't change her clothes so it's just a it's just you know, much sense. Hmm. i i don't think i got that far <laughs> uh, or maybe <laughs> i just wasn't paying, uh, or maybe i just wasn't paying attention i don't know but all in all i think the character is hella fun i was having a good time um and you know what uh i wanted to ask i i wound up forgetting to ask but i wanted to talk to 56k modem about that because he's a grand <laughs> player he's been he's been grinding that game out uh never got to talk to him so i'll have to talk to him sometime this week or next week or the old whiff trapper the whiff trapper <laughs> rip Rumbleverse. uh but yeah uh new update things are going great people seem kind of happy about to be um except for hamlet because you know i don't know if you guys know but to be or not to be that whole monologue is about whether he wants to live or not uh, but yeah, I had fun. I, I wish I could talk more. I don't know Grand Blue all that much, but I was having fun pressing buttons and like just hitting people from like full screen with like a, a heavy slash. Not no, that's Guilty Gear with like a heavy. And like she has this like uh this move where like she like she basically has like the the biking move where like she like cords you up and then like you're and then she brings you up. Except it's oh, God, it's 
except it's plus, so you can do that shit from full screen, and then all of a sudden you're in their face. It's crazy. It's uh, what's not plus anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because uh, I had a good time, and I plan on playing more. But I always plan on playing Grand Blue, and I never do. So them just the breaks of how the world is nowadays on my end. Um, but have you gotten to see aside from butt cheeks? Uh, have you gotten to see any of Two B? That's it. Just butt cheeks. It's an uh, uh, emphasis on that particular region. Mm. Not gameplay. Got it. Cool. It's funny because I completely missed what you saw. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, I had a good time. So shout outs to everybody over there at Arxis. The, she, the, she looks like she belongs in the game. It, That's cool. I think it's a robot. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, like it looks like the character fits in the game. So... Uh, that's pretty cool. So shout outs to Arxis and everybody working over there. Next, Tekken 8. <laughs> Speaking of plus frames. Speaking of plus frames. Uh, also got to play that on stream today. And man, look, in season two of Tekken 7, they gutted what I liked about Dragunov. Because he used to be able to do like basically like coast to coast wall combos. It was awesome. Because he could do like crouch dash cancels and like you could combo off of it. It was for, it was awesome. Uh, this time around, he just has endless looping plus strings that unless you know exactly <laughs> where to press a button, you're screwed. And boy, Man, is clear. that fun. <laughs> about like this dragon player broke my heart. Man, I was I spent all this time learning Tekken. He did a round start, heat activate, boom, running two, boom. Heat smash. I'm in the corner. I blocked. I took dip. What is going on? I was like, I, was like, I thought, I thought I'd, I don't want to. I already deal with green stuff, Verde, Street Fighter 6, all over the place. I'm going to do it. Dude, yeah, games are getting homogenized, man. It's all it's all the same anymore. Just focus attack dash cancel the game. Uh, I think I'm gonna stick with it though, but I really was like, all right, I'm done with this game. This is this is this is enough. I've, I've I just saw Doctor Disrespect as a customized character. This is gone too far. <laughs> did you see that? No, I didn't. I did. I was watching Eris stream like right before we hopped on, and he played I think like eight games, and five of those games, <laughs> the person that he was playing against did not rematch, <laughs> to the this point so where he was like, bad, I'm done. Man. That happened. That happened yesterday too. He just, he just, like he had to stick where he doesn't. If he doesn't accept Wi-Fi matches, but he also lets the timer run to zero just to like, you know, <laughs> stick it to the man. But then he spent like I don't know, like twenty, thirty minutes or something, just denying Wi-Fi players. At a, at some point, it was like, can I play the game? And then you play the game. It's one and done. You play one person wired. Then it's like just one match, and that's it. You go back to the same loop. But yep, that game's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it, it, when you have a good day in it, it's great. When you don't have a good day in it, it's terrible, right? Uh, but with that said, uh, they had a Tekken Talk Live midnight, uh, midnight Pacific even. So it was like 2 a.m. for me, 3 a.m. for you. Um, terrible timing. Uh, but uh, they revealed quite a bit of information that I was kind of surprised to see. They're doing the same thing that Capcom is doing, where instead of having like Here's the stuff in a trailer. They're doing like a two hour long, like shoot the shit type of thing, right? Which is cool, I think. But I just wasn't having it, man. I, I looked at it on stream and you could see me just fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Like, I just wanted to get the good shit. So I got to the good shit. And hey, good news. I'm bringing the good shit to you. 
So let's take a look. Nice. First, the second update. So they already had one tiny little update uh, to fix a couple of things here and there. They're having a second update that's scheduled to release in late February slash early March. And the update and patch notes will be available the day before. They're probably going to release this shit on a Wednesday because, you know, fuck this show, right? Uh, so they have in-game collaboration. They're basically just going straight down the Street Fighter Six route with, like, collaborations with Uniqlo uh, and, like, a couple other companies. There was this oh, – I'm going to say this. I didn't get the screenshot of this, but there was this one company that does tie-dye shit, and that looked awesome. It looked awesome, and I kind of want it. Uh, the Uniqlo stuff looks like shit that I can just like print out of a print, like a photo printer and then like iron onto a shirt. Uh, and then there was like something with denim, but I don't like denim, so I wasn't paying attention. But anyway, uh, it's also going to feature the new Tekken shop, uh, which is exactly like the Street Fighter shop, uh, where you can spend money or not, depending on what you like to do i guess and they're gonna adjust behaviors and properties of moves for some characters essentially they're going to fix the things that are not working as intended intended um which hey cool more of that please um let's talk about the tekken shop because that that one's a little bizarre i'm not gonna lie however i think they're i think the tekken shop is doing a better job of incentivizing money spending over street fighter Right. Mm -hmm. The big thing that you and I have complained about, well, not complained about, but we've shared our concerns about is how everything's for, you know, the dang avatar person. Right. It's yeah. not like there's no like in there's no like character skins. It's kind of bland. It's like, uh, I'm not going to pay $40 to dress up like a pirate. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, the customization is just really the costume and the color. The color is where you can kind of like choose something that's a little different. But overall, it's the same two or three costumes for each character yeah and with tekken being like you know we were just talking about how somebody managed to get like fucking dr disrespect in there um one of the one of the people eris played today that one in dundam had a poison <laughs> costume on somebody <laughs> which was even funnier that it was a poison costume uh but anyway uh they're announcing the tekken shop so the tekken shop is going to have uh limited time skins for characters as well as uh, your, like, arcade quest avatar. Avatar. Thing. Yeah. So, I like that they're they're putting the emphasis on, like, some of the, like, the, the character customization stuff, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and here they said that the Tekken shop offers a variety of items, some free and some paid. Paid items can be obtained by spending Tekken coins. So, it's probably going to be exactly like Street Fighter, where you pay, like, $15 to get 100 Tekken coins, and things cost 120 Tekken coins. Uh, yeah. Also, they noted that it's not available for cross-commerce, which, like, I, I guess. Like, I guess maybe that just means you can't buy Tekken coins on your Steam account oh. and expect them in other accounts. That makes sense. I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's how that stuff's going to work. They showed off some of the costumes and their legacy costumes. So, like, it's, like, uh, Tekken 2, Tekken 3 costumes, which is pretty cool. Um, oh, shit. By the way, I forgot to mention this, but everybody send out a prayer. Well, a pr if you do the, the praying thing, send out a prayer, send out some good vibes to Steve. I think his uh, wife is going into labor, if I am not mistaken. Uh, he was tweeting yeah. how he was tweeting how his last moment of free time before his baby came is he was trying to determine which niche of the fighting game community is the horniest. 
And he's like, please let it not be this. And then oh. immediately afterwards, he says, well, so I'm assuming the thing is happening. So everybody send some good vibes over their way, if you would. And if it's not, no. then send them good vibes anyway, because they're cool. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what's like that. Maybe that's what set off the like uh, in, the in, the inducement. Oh yeah, the horniness. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> god, we found uh, out these statistics. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it saved them. You know, maybe it was meant to be. Uh, but anyway, uh, more stuff that they announced at the Tekken Talk. Uh, they went over like some of the character adjustment and bug fixes that they were going to tackle. Uh, they talked a lot about. The things people are reporting with the hashtag TA underscore report. Uh, they're paying attention to that kind of stuff a lot. Uh, Harada and Michael Murray also mentioned that they're not interested in feedback on which character you want to come back. So shut the hell up about that. <laughs> uh, they're just trying to fix stuff that doesn't work properly in the game. That's either broken or not working as intended. Uh, and some of the stuff that they're going to specifically tackle is in the tweet over there. It's very small. But uh, they're looking at Victor's throw escape window, which, if you didn't know, it's a couple frames faster than every other throw window. Uh, Alyssa's follow-up to brute brute force attack. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Chain throws being unbreakable during a punish, which means if King gets you with a counter hit, uh, (laughs) with a counter hit throw, you're gonna eat a rolling death cradle, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna eat it regardless. I'm not gonna break it yet. (laughs) Oh, you just mash two. That's it. Um, which means like that everybody else doesn't do rolling death crater when you're going to eat the other, you know, uh, but anyway, so they're going to be looking at that stuff among other things that aren't working as intended, which is pretty cool. Next, they even went further. Um, so they have this update planned for February, March, uh, where they're going to have the in-game collaboration shenanigans. Uh, they're going to have the Tekken shop and they're going to do a couple of fixes here and there. And they showed us the post-release roadmap for updates. And it's looking like it's going to be a monthly affair. Uh, February and March is when this update's coming out. In April, they're going to have a third update, which is right when the World Tour, the Tekken World Tour starts. And we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, They're going to have more character adjustment and bug fixes. And they're talking about new features, which is pretty cool. They even went in to say uh, that they're hoping to create like expand the story mode with each new character coming in uh which is pretty cool uh and if you haven't seen the story mode for tekken 8 it's pretty damn nice uh it's pretty fun uh so they're looking to do stuff like that they were also uh one one other thing they mentioned is that they're toying with the idea of the ghost battle and letting like ghost battle ghost uh which is pretty neat so i'm excited to see how that works uh i've been man ghost battle is good i you know uh, I've been learning a lot just fighting Ghost Battle. Um, also, that replay mode's real good. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, they talked about a couple of like a couple of those features that they're hoping to get in there, but they're in the works. Then, after teasing the Tekken World Tour 2024, they got into it. it starts April 13th, and Dojo submissions will be opening at the end of March. And I'm a little bit surprised because I thought this was going to start with Evo Japan. It is not. This is a couple weeks before Evo Japan. So I don't know if it's going to start with like a big regional or if they're just going to start the dojo events before they go to um, Evo Japan. But that's pretty cool. They also announced the 
uh, the World Tour structure, which is largely the same as last year. They're having uh, two Master Plus events, Master, Challenger, and Dojo events uh, with the World leaderboard, and then they have the Regional leaderboard uh, for all those Dojo and Challenger events. And to be announced later, they're going to have the Tekken World Tour Finals and the Tekken World Tour Last Chance Qualifier. So largely the same as it was last year. And here is uh, how those uh, the point distribution is going to be for the global leaderboard. It's going to be they're going to take the highest master plus placement event, your two highest master placement events, your three highest challenger placement events, and your four highest global dojo placement events. So uh, this I, I think this is such a genius way of like making sure that like everybody can have a chance and not just like the sponsored players that can afford to travel mm. everywhere. Uh, so I think this is a great idea. Uh, and lastly, th this is this was a little bit shocking. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, for people who have the year one pass, they're going to have 72 hours of early access uh, for each character. Hey. So three days of early access if you have the season pass. And you know, at first I was like, man, like the people who don't have the season pass are gonna you know be behind and all that, but. I feel like the people who have the season pass are the people who are going to be competing. So, uh, I don't know if that's as big of a deal as I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're probably both out. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see the FGC bitch when it happens. Right. <laughs> that one's guaranteed. Guaranteed <laughs> while standing for punish. Uh, dude, you mentioned the dojo thing briefly. I think that's such an awesome. Like, I wish. Straight up, like Capcom would just X copy it because, like, there's so many tournaments that would benefit from it. And the offline scene, it's not like the offline scene is dead or anything, but it could use it, could really mm -hmm. use something like that. Like, I I have a friend who's a TO for Tekken in the local area, and he goes to Atlanta and South Carolina, and they run a lot of events. Just that dojo implementation is really it's exciting for me, and I'm not even like, you know, I don't really go to a lot of locals these days, but I'm really happy for my friends are doing that and it's going to just be a boom to the success yeah no 100 percent um and i think capcom is trying to do that with the world warrior thing but it's not quite working as intended um yeah oh uh one other thing that they did announce actually two other things that they did announce is um the tekken world tour is 100 percent offline no online oh. premieres or anything like that no online uh, wow. masters challengers dojos none of that 100% offline, oh. which is surprising, especially mm -hmm. because I, it feels like some. Well, sometimes it feels like the Tekken 8 netcode is a step above the Tekken 7 netcode. So I thought they were going to try to push that, but they don't want nothing to do with that. So 100% offline. That's fascinating. Uh, I'm hoping well, Capcom follows suit. Well, uh, no, actually, you know, well, I, I take think, that back. I yeah, take that back. A little bit of both. Yeah, I think having both is definitely like the the way to go, as it were. Yeah, I think more is better too. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I would rather tournaments be overdone than under. There's too many tournaments rather than not enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair. That's fair. I, I I think I can agree with that. But obviously, the communication has to be there as well. Cause yeah, the World Warrior thing is feels like you got to really dig to you know, get get into it. Yeah, man, we can talk about how I feel like the Capcom Pro Tour happened and I didn't hear a single thing about it all year long, uh, with the exception of like two Maybe things. by design. Maybe they don't want it to be over flooded. And that could be understandable too, because the brackets 
It's not like you mentioned in a previous show how how long you had it to wait between matches. Mm. So maybe it's not that bad of a thing to you know have too many people signed true. up. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's a part of me that feels like the more the merrier, right? But you're not wrong. I don't know. And not yep. something that I think I need to get into my brain, and I think that we all need to get into our brains, especially those of us who are terminally online and can't get off of Twitter and just look at shit and just like spiral. Uh, it feels like everything's black and white when it. Oh, yeah, of course. It ain't. There's so much gray area and things are so much more nuanced than we act like they are. So. And we, I think we also, on top of that, overreact to the uh, maybe rage bait, engagement bait. And then sort of like I heard uh, just like third strike players are elitist. And then one person says that. And then it's like, oh, now everybody it's one person is criticizing third strike players. And it's like seeming like it was more than one person. Like it's a generalized mm. topic. Yeah. Uh, it just gets a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to make a I'm going to make a challenge for myself to touch grass every day. I'm going to try my best. It, it, it's, it hasn't been great so far this year. Uh, but uh. But yeah, and the last thing that they, well, the second to last thing they announced is that the Tekken World Tour, the first Master Plus event is going to be Evo Japan in April. So, ah, makes sense. Uh, and this is the first time that they're treating, which is surprising to me because I thought they did this last year, but apparently they didn't. Uh, this is the first year that they're treating Evo Japan as a Master Plus event. So not just a Master event. Mm-hmm. So it's on the same level as Evo Vegas. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then they talked about how they noticed that people are rage quitting and doing all this shit and like hacking the game or whatever, and they want to ban them, but they can't because they have to make sure that they legally can, right? Because they don't want to get sued for like, uh, it, uh, well, what did he say? What did Michael Murray say? It's like they don't want to sue for like, uh, improper denial of service or some shit, um, which oh. is interesting, and that's something that I, I don't even want to think about. So, uh, they're working on it, uh, and they want to punish people, but they are a little bit with their hands tied behind their back at the time at this time. So, uh, they're working on it. And then, lastly, surprisingly, uh, they showed off Eddie Gordo. And at first, I thought the character looked a little stiff, but the more I saw of him doing his thing, the cooler he looked. Man, he looks crazy. He looks crazy. He looks like uh, his his handstand and his relaxed stance look completely different. Uh, they look a lot clearer now, if that makes any sense. Uh, like when he when he ha- is in his handstand stance, instead of like having his like legs out like a helicopter, they're like little like dog paws like this. For whatever reason, that makes it way easier to see. So, big fan. Uh, they also talked a little bit about how they're trying to make him more intuitive, so like you can just press kind of like Reyna, you can just press one button over and over again, and it'll take you like through a cycle of. Stance changes and strings and stuff, uh, which is interesting. But yeah, he looks like he's going to be really good, and he looks like he's going to be a sidestep monster because anytime he goes in and out of those, uh, when it, whenever he goes into relax, relax isn't him laying down anymore. Relax is now him just going <laughs> <laughs> a little off road. Yeah, it's like it's like he steps back and like he crouches down a little bit, so it's not like a, him just completely laying down, and it looks so good to like avoid crazy mids uh especially like in the middle of uh strings which is going to be dope (laughs) strings wow (laughs) and then uh his uh 
handstand stance, he like sidesteps when he does it. And he has a lot of mobility options in those stances too, which is pretty cool. Uh, the, it, the character looks cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. They, he is not coming with this update uh, in February, March. They did not have a release date for him. My assumption is that maybe he's coming out in April, but they didn't. Com they neither confirmed nor denied it. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, they look like they're having fun with uh, whatever they're making. So good it's, for them. it's interesting that they they already showed him off because maybe that implies that at Evo they'll show off the next character. You maybe, can. maybe. Um, I. I did I get a screenshot? I did not get a screenshot because they showed like a big screenshot of Eddie, but I don't think, and they they had like the the blank spaces where the other characters are, but I don't think they had like dates or anything on them. So, excuse me. Now, uh, that's all I had to talk about the Tekken Eight Tekken Talk. I wish it was more like like a, a in the style of like a, either like a. a a PlayStation state of play where it was like streamline like 20 minutes here's all this information now get the fuck out of here instead of like oh let's shoot the shit for two hours right but there is value in that shoot the shit for two hours thing I just don't speak Japanese so I feel like I'm on the outside of the inside joke even with Michael Murray like translating for three people at once it's very impressive <laughs> but so what you're saying is you feel like that uh the person who started the streamer awards and they were watching fighting in clips and they feel like they're outside the coffee shop and people were mm -hmm. laughing Exactly. And it don't feel great. It, it, it feels very, it feels very uh, sad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, either way, uh, it's cool that they're doing this because like, I, I don't think there's been like this much communication, like very clear communication about like what's coming and what's happening. Right. Uh, Not to from... mention the player base with Tekken 8 as well. They have a lot more mm -hmm. people to, you know, please, I suppose. And a side note, Interestingly enough, I looked at the Steam charts for Tekken 7. They're still pretty good. The people mm -hmm. playing Tekken 7 are still out there. Yeah. No, they did mention that even uh, that the player base for Tekken 8 is like astronomical compared to Tekken 7 numbers, um, which is cool. But yeah, and, you know, it's cool that all people are still playing Tekken 7, man, because, you know, that game's great in its own way. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that kind of bothers me is there is a... I, I don't want I don't want the show turning into TMZ. It's like, oh, he said this on Twitter. She said that on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, man, like, there's a couple of people, specifically professional players, who are like, oh, this should be nerfed. This should be this way. This should be. It's like, man, it is what it is. Fucking play the game. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I feel like I'm a crazy person when I watch, like, Tekken-style tweets. Because I know, like, I know I'm just a month into it, but, uh, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of seen this this story play out. <laughs> For about the last twenty years, there was yeah. a there was a a criticism about so so somebody there was Dragonov did a low attack and the other player tried to punish it but they were too far away, but Dragonov was also ducking so they're high whiffed as they tried to punish it and then people were like oh there you're just mad because they ducked they ducked your high attack but it's also you also just learned to punish from that distance so that kind of sucks too I'm just it's driving me nuts because mm -hmm. nothing's getting done at the end of the day it's just complaints. Yeah, no, and what was crazy to me is there was a specific Pakistani player, I'm not going to mention who it was, uh, who tweeted out, like, oh, this needs to be different, this needs to be different, and he literally was just saying this should be, like, Tekken 7. <laughs> like, he was literally taking everything <laughs> new away. It's like, go play Tekken 7, man. I'm having fun with Tekken 8. Get out of here. Just doing the uh, uh, Dragonov down 2 into Crouch Dash, or into Crouching down forward 1, 4 into Crouch Dash, uh, 
four, which is like plus seven, and then into another down two. Dragon Arms is fun, man. It's, it's literally just like, it's literally a flowchart. It's so funny. You could just sing a song while you're doing it too. It's great. It's a, it's a fun time. Uh, but yeah, that's all I had to say about Tekken Eight. Um, any any did, did you have any thoughts? I know you said you were like kind of learning it uh, on it. Like, is there like is there something about Tekken that you feel very attracted to? Uh, training mode. I really enjoy the training mode. Uh, I don't know how to. I don't want to go down the same path again. Uh, and I, I've, you know, the trend with new fighting games is to have this ability to go forward and fix your opponent up. And I don't, if I get to the point where I'm not enjoying it, then I'll let it go. But for now, I'm still, I'm enjoying learning and, you know, taking some lumps and I'm really casual about it now, but I do think it's good. Yeah, no, something that I went into today that I am still kind of amazed about. I wish it was a little bit better, but it's still really good, is the replay mode in Tekken 8. Because mm-hmm. they yeah. literally spoon-feed you. They're like, hey, you got hit by this grab eight times. Here's the break. Quit being an idiot. Hey, they're, this yeah, thing. They're, they're kind of pushy. Yeah, they're like, hey, you can duck this, you moron. <laughs> That's a uh, two break, not a one break. Like, hey, man, I'm just trying to learn here. Yeah, it's like, this is a 12-frame punish. Learn to count. Uh, you did a 10-frame, it's a 12-frame. <laughs> Use this instead, idiot. Yeah, and and surprisingly, you know, uh, in in the previous iteration of this replay thing, all of the stuff that all of the advice that they gave you was good. Kind of, it wasn't optimal. I was actually like in replay mode testing stuff out because you you know you could take over for ten seconds to try stuff out during the match, which is awesome. Uh, and I was literally trying like a bunch of different punishes. Uh, and the suggestion that they had was the most optimal punish that gave you the most damage so good shit to tekken man that like that stuff to me is like better than almost anything because that's the kind of stuff that like makes me learn you know (sighs) but much like those heat dashes heat heat drives drive gauges uh, street fighter (laughs) six i tried um so uh if you're under a rock and you don't know, uh, Capcom Cup 10 is currently ongoing. As, as a matter of fact, I believe they're live right now. Are they not? Let's see. Oh. Never mind. They're not live right now. I thought they were. Oh, wait. Are they? Tomorrow's when the action begins. Oh, okay. So it's tomorrow. Cool. Um, but yeah, this past weekend was the last chance qualifier. Actually, before we even get to the last chance qualifier... Let's go over the group stages. Uh, thank you, Die by Sword. Yeah, uh, yeah, they took the day off today. Thank you for letting me know. And thank you, Automatic, for letting me know because I didn't know. Uh, I only host this show. I don't know anything. Uh, but uh, so you and I had a bet. Pizza bet. Oh, snap. Pizza quesabiria bet. And we placed that bet before the group draws. And the group draws were extremely interesting. Another thing people were bitching about. It's like, oh, Seating, seating, blah, blah, blah. On paper, everybody deserves to be there. And all this shit's random. You knew what you were getting into. Stop bitching. Now go play. Uh, But anyway, the group draw happened. And boy, is it a good one. I love... I I cannot wait to see this. This is going to be so fucking cool. What? No, I was going to look back at my predictions. (laughs) Oh, no, I got got him. Let me pull him up. Document that I have. 
Let me pull them up. Open desktop. Uh, oh boy, did I not save it? No, I'm pretty sure I saved this, right? Uh, here it is, Capcom Cup 10 bet. So here was the picks. You had Kawano, Angry Bird, Dual Kevin, DCQ, and Ending Walker. I had nice. MenRD, Fudo, Knuckle Dew, Chris Wong, and Big Bird. Now let's take a look at these groups. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh, we're, we'll get to Group F in a second. <laughs> but Group A is Joe Umarogan, Crossover, your boy Kawano, Shadokin, Gigi Halibel, and Phenom. So I, I think the only pick that was there is Kawano. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Next, Group B is Nephew, Destroy Gods, Shaka 22, Despair King, Big Bird, and Chris Wong. I'm losing out on this because I picked both Big Bird and Chris Wong. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> uh, group C is Knuckledoo, Dookie, DCQ, Bravery, Fandroid, and Mr. Crimson. So both of us have one pick in there. Uh, I have Knuckledoo and you have DCQ. Group D is, is that just Mike X? Oh yes. my God, I'm, I'm getting old. I can't see. Mike X. Mike X. <laughs> Solving, uh, NL, Takamura, Val, Valmaster, and Gachikun. So no, no picks from us in there. Group E, Snake Eyes, Namikaze, Namikazin, XTM, Fudo, Sien, Samuel and Merkin. Uh, I have uh, Fudo in there. And the Group of Doom. <laughs> group F. Mena RD, Kaba, Nero the Boxer, Leshar, Ending Walker, and Angry Bird. So both of us. No, wait a minute. You have two picks in there. You have Ending Walker and Angry Bird, and I have Mena RD in there. So we're going to find out. <laughs> I, we're going to find out who's going to do well in this tournament by whoever gets out of Group F, which is hilarious. Uh, group G is Safe, Junio, ROF, Uma, Garnet, and Rain Pro. No picks from us. Mm. And Group H is Dual Kevin, your boy, your pick, uh, Kusanagi, Travis Styles, Ren, Jabim, and the last chance qualifying winner, which, as we learned over this weekend, is... Problem X. Problem X. I crushed it. Um, spe speaking of problem and letter, uh, Blue has resubscribed and his message was F. So not quite X, but F. So thank you, Blue, for the re big resub. Uh, also, shout outs to Blue for those of you that don't know. He's one of the producers that helps out with the show. So everybody say thanks to him because without him, I don't think there'd be a show anymore. So thanks, Blue. Uh, also, <laughs> thank he's, you, thank you, thank you. he's our uh, resident uh resident anime expert so if you got anime questions you can go over to him or you can follow him on twitter at afgc news because he runs that twitter which is pretty cool so if you like anime go follow that twitter i mean anime and fighting games not like anime anime you know but anyway uh there's a big uproar about these capcom cup group drawings specifically with group f with you know four of the people who were like 
pick to win it, right? And dude, I think this is dope, right? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> the, dude, the, at the end of the, I don't know if it's just because I'm a spectator and I'm not a competitor, but I feel irked at the people bitching about how this can never happen and this shouldn't happen, blah, 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 uh, blah. I, I, in some ways, I think it's uh, the worst case scenario. If it didn't happen, it wouldn't be as bad of a blow and people wouldn't have as many opinions. But, I mean, what can you do? It happened. And it's going to happen regardless. Like, there's too many good players. It's, there's no way around it. Yeah, and th and that's the thing. And that's my point is, like, w w exactly what you said. There, there's too many good players. Like, these are the people who qualified for the fucking finals. Of course, there's a chance. Even if you were seeding this properly, this was going to, like, that shit, like, this was going to happen, right? Sorry I'm cursing out the ass today. I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, <laughs> <The> ass. <laughs> I ass. Uh, but... Like I don't think that's I don't think that's a bad deal at all. I think that's fucking awesome, right? Like seeing and it one also group... creates the conversation. The the conversation is creating promotion. Wait, the, the what? Because there's a lot of talk about Group F. It's also promoting the event. Oh, true, true. So, are you saying it was rigged? I'm kidding. I'm putting words in your mouth. I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, like, I, I watched a little bit of the drawing, and I gotta say, it was kind of funny. <laughs> He's just seeing Ringe and Rob TV with the fucking, like, bingo ball. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Also, shout-outs to Ringe, dude. His nails look great. Shout His commentary is great. He's been crushing it. Yeah. Dude, he's, he, and he's been, been crushing it. In, like, good, but... He's been crushing it in everything. Uh, like, he, he's been doing, like, a bunch of uh, commentary for uh, Guilty Gear. He's been doing commentary for Street Fighter. You know he he's been killing it, man. So shout out to Range. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Range fan, and I think he's one of the few people that has pronounced my first name correctly without me having to correct him. So thanks. Now, we give it a shot. What? Want me to give it a shot? Mm. Do, do you want to give it a shot? <laughs> I'm confused. Anyway, I don't know what's happening anymore. My brain's fried. Uh, but anyway. Too. The action starts tomorrow. I'm excited. We have food on the line. Our favorite foods on the line with pizza and quesabiria. Quesabizza. Quesapizza. Quesapizzeria. Quesapizzeria. But yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to just watching some good stuff. Now let's talk about the last chance qualifier. I will tell you before we get into results or anything. Let me, let me share my experience of spectating the last chance qualifier. I tuned in, saw three JP mirrors in a row, and then I tuned out. <laughs> the first day was about the looks. Was it really? <laughs> yep. The, the, and, the, and, you know, of course, JP didn't win it, so he's, he's totally fine with the character. Yeah. Who won? Oh, it was, was Problem X playing Blanca? He was. Of course. Ah, gotta be Blanca players ruin it for all of us. <laughs> sorry, sorry if I look distracted. I'm doing like a little side by side of our predicts and the way like the things are seated in the group phase. Just it's gonna be interesting. In common. We both have two players in group F each. Mm -hmm. We have one player in group C each, and then we have four different uh, groups of different players. It's gonna be close. A, B, H, and E. It's gonna be close. I yeah, genuinely I'm, think. I'm, I genuinely think the the deciding factor of our bet is going to be whoever makes it out of Group F. 
<laughs> yeah, because that's going to be... That's a big group. Is it one? Just one player makes it out, right? Two. Two. I don't actually, two. So, yeah, potentially we could kind of even each other out. Like, we both get one correctly. Mm-hmm. Or or I get two, you get zero, uh, you know, all the way around. Yeah. yeah. That group happens. It's, Dude, it's, it's I'm more of, excited lot, about our bet than the fucking finals, man. There's <laughs> a lot of calories. There's a lot of calories <laughs> on the line. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I like I, I like Neapolitan pizza. That tends to be on the calorie light side because it's a lot of water on the dough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's it's like the healthiest pizza, but that's not that's not a high bar. <laughs> Pizza's always healthy. What you mean? Uh, depends on the toppings, I suppose. But anyway, that the the last chance qualifier. I just saw a bunch of JPs and then I tuned out. Uh, but and I saw a lot of people bitching about JPs, uh, which then caused me to tune out even more. Uh, but they. From what I saw, I unfortunately didn't catch the top eight, but from what I saw, the top eight looked very, very interesting. Yeah, it was a really good, it was the top 16. I really, you know, I'm kind of a boomer and sometimes I don't, I kind of tune out on Street Fighter 6 for various reasons, but I was locked in for most of top 16. They were really good matches. Uh, Including the Lily that the Dragon uh, mentions that the Hibiki the Beast and Random the Manon, they played each other, which is kind of unfortunate because like those are the two Lesser use characters. See that to me is a greater is a greater offense than Group F. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, uh, yeah, I heard about Random making it far with Manon, which like kind of sucks because I think maybe she's not gonna get as buffed as I hope she is. Uh, Granted, like I don't think she needs buffed. I think she's fine. Um, Sometimes, Uh, but uh. But yeah, uh, I, I have a picture of the top eight. Like I said, I unfortunately wasn't able to do a recap this week because I'm going through it. But anyway, uh, here's what the top eight looked like. Uh, Tokido Punk, which I heard was a crazy match, uh, followed by JB and Problem X. And then John Takauchi versus Momochi. Are you surprised that I actually know what that is? Because I'm surprised. Uh, wait, is that Momochi? No, that's not Momochi. I don't, I don't think so. Fuck. Well... <laughs> shit like i said i was surprised that i thought i knew it uh i don't know why i thought i knew it but anyway uh zen and kakaru and uh that's aqua aqua oh yeah yeah oh pretty sure they spelled it wrong that's not uh, that might have been top 16 hibiki hibiki rock bogart in the chat says hibiki okay okay sure I, I'll believe him. I, Makes sense. If he if if we're wrong, it's Rock Bogard's fault. So go take it up with him. It looks like it would say Habiki, and it's got three different syllables. I think so. I I, I believe. Well, I, all I know is that uh, the that's okay. So Rock Bogard says that's what the Japanese said. All I know is that like if, if there's like a little like a, a little circle above the letters, then that's like a a, a B or like a E sound. I forget which one. I don't know. I tried learning Japanese at one point. I didn't do very well. Uh, but anyway, who's on? All this boiled down to the very, I think, surprising top three uh, of no Japan representatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a lot of JP players from Japan as well. So... I'm I'm genuinely shocked because I thought Tokido was gonna make it to at least top two. 
Uh, same thing with uh, Kakaru because Kakaru's been killing it. Uh, but you know, that's them's the breaks when you're putting everybody in a in a crazy bracket like this. Also, shoutouts to JB uh, for beating up Kakaru uh, and Takedo. <laughs> or I'm sorry, not not Takedo, John Takauchi. Uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Remember, I put him in losers at one of the Tampa Never Sleeps tournament once. <laughs> <laughs> this was at like week two of this was at like week two of the game before Rashid was even out. <laughs> oh, he was playing Jamie. No, I think he was playing Jamie player, huh? I think he was. Was he playing Jamie? I don't even remember if he was playing Jamie or if he was playing. No, I think maybe he was playing Jamie, or if he was playing Kimberly. That was his name, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, he anyway. snapped this weekend. He's always been a good, solid player and above, like, a way above average, but he, he went off this weekend. Really yeah, happy. no, I was super happy to see him because I, I remember when, like, he had his explosive moment in Street Fighter Five, where it was kind of the same thing, where, like, he always did well, but he was never, like, quite a breakthrough. But then all of a sudden, he's, like, making top eights nonstop. Um, so I'm happy. I'm happy to see him back, man. I, you know, I, I watch his streams every once in a while. I don't know the guy, but... I like the vibes, you know, and as I always say, we live in a vibes-based economy, so I'm down. He's a chill New Yorker mm. by trade. Yeah, I think he lives in the West Coast now, right? He does, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's why you said by trade. Uh, but then, <laughs> Problem X versus Punk, and I I heard Punk was playing Luke. He switched to Luke after the reset in the second match. Mm. Interesting. Which I didn't, I didn't. It didn't feel. It felt off to me. Like it was too late, and it was not really fleshed out. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like he was prepared for it. But it's the the he problem. X surprisingly had a lot of good answers to Cammy with Blanca. So I'm sure there was a lot of unfamiliar scenarios. So like maybe just try Luke. Maybe he's not prepared for that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the road that Punk took to get to the grand finals of LCQ was just out of control. Yeah, and he, he came in on winner's side, right? Torpedo. Yes. He beat Problem X. He put Problem X in loose. Like, very hand, like, convincingly. Was Problem X playing Blanca throughout the entire thing? Only Blanca that I saw. Damn. I guess he, uh, he turned he, it on. He had a... He really he had did. A... It, it was like a Street Fighter V moment when he used to play Abigail versus Punk, and mm. Punk was having a hard time with that matchup. Got it. Man. Yeah, he just had, I guess, like... Playing JB in the losers finals was uh, he got like a glass of espresso right before the grand finals, uh, but that's cool, man. Look, uh, I don't think I saw any salty tweets from Punk, so shoutouts to him. Uh, granted, from what I'm hearing, like it was a decent match all around. Uh, so yeah, it really so was. There's a lot of things to talk about the adjustments that were made and the small things. Like it was the the way Problem X turned it on his head. He played so stupid, but with, with with his intellect in mind, like he he did so many wake up uppercuts with Blanca, like I'm talking back to back to back to back to back to back, so many up balls with Blanca, and then he found the right moment to stop. Mm. Same like in every decision in neutral was just like that. He would parry after normals, and then he would do it three or four times, and then when his opponent caught on, he already stopped doing it. He already convinced him to not attack after he attacked. So it's like, wow, he's playing this like pure poker, and it just worked out. Damn, dude, it's it's crazy that you put it like that because I I've been I've been more and more equating fighting games with like actual martial arts. 
so the fact that you're talking about like exactly what like if you ever take an mma class it's always like set a pattern and then stop the pattern so that's cool. Uh, but speaking of analyzing and going diving deeper, you uh, you got yourself a new microscope in the lab, and Dude. you you gave me you gave me a moment of, of two players who uh, this was in top sixteen, I believe. Uh, yes, the match between. The person we were talking about just earlier, JB and Kakaru, the perfect parry master. Uh, do you do you want to do you want to break down this moment for us real quick? We have a little moment here. Sure. Uh, well, to me, Kakaru seemed like I'm sorry. He's he's in uh he's in that potentially one of the best player in the world category with such a powerful character, and it's not as if he's just autopiloting JP. He not only does he have the strength of JP, he knows how to like iron out the situations minimizes his risk reward and really punishes opponent in the best way that jp can mm -hmm. jp as a character is so good at working the drive gauge and the tail of the tape is oftentimes how both players manage a drive gauge at high level so in this clip kakaru is working jb's drive gauge in neutral on offense and then he gets him to the corner about to burn him out and one drive impact at a crucial moment just put the whole match into JB's favor, and that's what we're going to see in this clip. Here it is. So we'll play it once, and then we'll rewind and take it slow. Here it is. That's an interesting punish on the perfect parry of the Rashid special. I didn't know you could do that. It's really good. Portal's up top. Has to wait for it to extinguish. You see these pokes every time Kakaru attacks JB. It's working his drive gauge. If you look at Kakaru's drive gauge, he's spending a lot. JP's not spending his drive gauge at all, but Kakaru is ahead. That's because of that drive gauge regen. As you see, he's about to get burnt out. The drive impact hits at a very crucial moment. JP has to make this work. If he didn't make that play, he would have been in burnout and JP would not have been. That is a massive, massive jump. Both players are in burnout, so you're not going to see a guaranteed DI until JP gets his meter back, which he will first. Gets it back, he immediately does a medium punch into the drive impact, which would have only lost to the super. Uh, but yeah, there it is. Okay. One so, drive impact into a side switch. So let's see if we can take one more look at it. And I'll try to slow it down so we can see exactly where that happened. Because I think you told me that he... It seems like he was going for something else other than the drive impact, right? Correct. And I have a sneeze loaded up. All right, do it. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I, I suspect it's it's not impossible. It might even be probable that JP meant to do drive reversal instead. Especially when you see that heavy kick from JP. One of the strategies that JB was using is drive reversal against the heavy kick. And because he's about to get burnt out anyways, it's better to get burnt out on your own terms rather than your opponent just takes full advantage of your burnout, especially when you're in the corner. So it wouldn't have been a bad drive reversal. And the, the crucial thing here is... If JB did get in burnout, and if he didn't make that correct decision after he does a drive impact, Kakaru has level two. He nearly has level two after all this happens. So JB's going to be in burnout, and he has to deal with JP's level two, and he has very low health. So his chances of survival drastic go down. So there's a drive impact. 
All right, I'll, I'm playing it too slow. Here we go. <laughs> There's a drive impact that does about a bar a little bit more to Kakaru's gauge. He goes for the side switch. And if it weren't for that throw, JB would have been in so much trouble because of that level two from Kakaru. Yeah, and uh, I think earlier in the weekend, people were talking about that level two, right? Because uh, Daigo got hit by one of the mix-ups during a level two that he wasn't able to get out of because it's a perfect, or it's not perfect, it's a, a true block string. Jailed. All right. Interesting. It's funny enough, it's not actually a perfect, it's not a block string outside the corner because the one of the orbs doesn't hit you soon enough. But since you're in the corner, you're locked into place. There's no, there's nobody being pushed backwards or forward. There's no, there's no space behind you. So actually everything locks you in. So that is one thing I hope that players, if they don't nerf it, maybe they probably should some, in some ways. You have to look at, and, and Broski mentioned this on Twitter, you have to look at the actual orbs and just block low and block the, 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 the orbs as late as possible. Because the sequence is like low, high, low, high. The, the, the timing is so different. It's better to pay attention to what's happening. Like that, the guarantee that's gonna, the guaranteed thing that's going to happen is better to pay attention to. Damn, I just hold parry and then get thrown. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't, you can't. And the worst part is, since you're blocking, it's going to just eat up your drive gauge, and still mm -hmm. he's still going to have an advantage. And he's building his drive gauge back, so all those things combined, it's just really such a powerful level two. Yeah, no, and uh, I think what makes this even scarier, and that you mentioned it, is if it wasn't for that side switch and that accidental, accidental. Uh, allegedly, awesome. uh, <laughs> uh, drive impact. Like he was gonna eat a shit ton of chip, so that yeah. would have been scary. That would have been scary regardless. So uh, that's a that's a, a little bit over, a little bit overzealous from Kakaru. But in his defense, he almost had the burnout. He was just a few ticks away from burning JB out just by doing the the sequence alone, which is crazy. Yeah. That using EX moves and then being able to on hit get your meter back after the cobble lands. It's just such a crazy property. So on block, it's good. On hit, it's good. It's It almost feels like you're out of options. And the whole time he was playing against Kakaru, I was just thinking to myself, how do you actually get to JP? <laughs> what do you reasonably do to advance forward? And, you know, you could jump, you could drive rush, but at the end of the day, you got to kind of take a massive risk. And all that time is passing. He's building drive gauge and you're not. Mm -hmm. And then he has ways to abuse your drive gauge. So it really was like a miracle and a half that JB got out of it and made that big play right after the drive impact. Damn. Wow. That's a very good point. I I saw this clip play like about eight times when I was recording it. Had no idea. So I'm super happy that you pointed it out because that, like you, you can see like how, like, I think this is like a kind of what I mentioned to you when I asked you to bring something in like this. It's like, th this is like the moment that the the mm. round ended before the round ended uh right. and i didn't see it as clear as that before but now you can see that like that's mm. definitely like the one thing that kakaru did wrong and the one the big thing that yeah sorry i had to give myself some pass oh no wait turn <laughs> oh, your back no. uh oh you good did you die i dropped my sound my external sound card oh no i can hear me uh, yeah i got you there you go i'll give you a oh. pat on the back <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you listening i was pretending like i was like beating the shit out of the automatics back here uh on the visual side uh 
but yeah, no, th this was pretty cool. Uh, I can only imagine that we're going to see moments like this uh, tenfold with this coming week. Every group constantly. I'm actually, I actually am looking forward to Capcom Cup. I'm I mean, <laughs> sometimes it feels like the vibe that I that I kind of uh, come off with is like, ah, the stupid boomer doesn't like the new fighting games because ah, stuck in his old ways or whatever. But in some of that's true. But I actually am looking forward to Capcom Cup. I'm looking forward to the pizza you're gonna buy me. <laughs> the, the LCQ, and in, in some ways, I think the LCQ is gonna be a better better tournament than some of the group stages. Mm -hmm. But the what's after the group stages is gonna be better than the LCQ. Yeah, I'm interested to see if let me let me pull up that the group. I'm interested to see. So the LCQ winner is Problem X. Do you think? Man, I, I, I don't think I've seen Travis Styles play in a hot minute, but people speak very highly of him. Jabim is the guy from South Africa, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Kusanagi's from Mexico. Dual Kevin yep. is Dual Kevin. Ball. And I don't know Ren. But I don't Man. know. This, this group is good. I'm interested to see. I, there's There's a part of me that wants to just assume with the way that uh, Problem X ran through the last chance qualifier. There's a part of me that is gonna assume that he's gonna make it out, but nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, I, man. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Dual Kevin and Problem X. Dude, here's the thing. Uh, this past, not not this Tekken World Tour Finals that happened just like a couple, like a, a month ago, but the one from last year. I don't know if anybody remembers, man, but Gerlanda, he is uh, the Italian Tekken player, working man, has a family, made it out of his group, like a big upset, right? And it was one of those things where when it happened, like, I don't, I don't think I was surprised per se, because he's a very good player, but like, he took down some big names to get out of that group. So after seeing something like that, Expect the unexpected, man, especially with something like this. Look, it's yeah, unfortunate yeah. that I, I think the one thing that's very unfortunate is that because of the way things are in the world, we're never going to truly see who is the best of the best unless we have like a full like five year period to gather that data. Right. Because one tournament is just like one week out of everybody's career. <laughs> so literally like one little thing can go wrong or one little thing can go right. And also two out of three. It's I also it's two, two out, out of three still. Dude, I I don't think that's a problem. Is that a problem? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Competitively, yeah. From a tournament viewing standpoint, no. What what do we care? But for the competitors, yeah, of course. It's like playing. Would you rather play rock paper scissors one match or you know ten times? Maybe you get a more idea of a pattern and the opportunity loss and how your opponent behaves when you do a certain thing. So the lesser matches, of course, it's going to be a, a bit more randomized. But is is being more randomized a problem? That is, I guess, that's the real conversation. Well, I mean, I guess at the start of every game, like year one of every game, that's always going to be a problem, right? Uh, it's yeah, always it going to be the game, but yeah. yeah, it's going to be very drastically different than like the game like four years down the line. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's but, a lot of reasons for that. But something, something that I, like I said, I've been equating martial arts to fighting games quite a bit recently. And 
I don't know, man. To me, I, I guess it's because, look, I'm not a top player, right? Maybe that's why I, I have this opinion. Maybe it's because I, I can't fathom, like, the pressure of going in with the chance to win a million dollars that's going to get taxed. Uh, <laughs> but I think two out of three is enough to catch on patterns and, like, turn things around. Could be. It, that, that can be true, but it's also, I think, true that two out of five is more. True. I I think the person who can adapt the fastest will be the better player regardless. I forgot who it was. Somebody there's been I mean, just like if you look at the top eight, top sixteen, there's a lot of matches where somebody won two, two to one, and the person who was down a match, they won two in a row. Mm -hmm. so it changes the result <laughs> big time. Yeah. Uh look, martial arts are like what? The 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 big the big matches are five rounds. The undercard matches are usually three rounds. Yeah. Almost the same thing. <laughs> but different. <laughs> I, think it's, I think that's also for time and because the, the, the fighters aren't as <laughs> yeah, trained true. for it. Yeah, very true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, uh, I don't see a problem, but I'm not a top player. So I guess my opinion is invalid. But uh, as far as like on the competitive end of things, but as a spectator, I'm a big fan of two out of three. Oh, that's uh, going to be entertaining. Yeah, honestly, man, it, I'm a... it reminded me of watching Marvel quite a bit. Like, Marvel oh, yeah? 3, it was like that same vibe. Oh, here's Rasheed's level 2. Oh, here's JP's level 2. Oh, here's Rasheed's level 2 again. <laughs> I was like, God dang. Man, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I was a fan of when best 3 out of 5 was, like, just the top 3. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel it. It's all good. I mean, the more the merrier, I suppose. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's fine, whatever. If I if I qualified and I you know I I would rather it be three out of five, <laughs> of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but then again, you're way better of a player than I am, so I guess that explains that. <laughs> nah, not that much. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. Hey, have you every time? Oh, hold on. Every time we've played a set, I have not won a like I maybe won like one or two games. It's just that I adapt and you don't catch up to the adaptation. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. So you're the better player. It'll be like even. No, it'll be even <laughs> at first, and then it's it's still not that much. <laughs> Anyways, you're talking about like uh, low rounds. This is not related. This is what I was this is apparently what I was specializing in with the show. Have you seen the Butterbean documentary? The four I round king. You gotta I have watch. Not. It. Is it good? It'll make a it'll make a grown man cry. Mm. Dude, I watched the Michael Schumacher documentary. I'm a Formula One guy. That one that one make me cry. I heard uh, NASCAR and like racing is actually pretty fucking. Man, my friend, he went to one on a win, and now he's a on a whim, and now he's addicted. <laughs> he gets really into it, dude. I'm uh, I'm a big Formula One guy, uh, and reason being is like I grew I grew up in Brazil, right? So I was watching Senna do his thing at the time, uh, Ayrton Senna, uh, and then all of a sudden, 2020 is happening, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I I, I can't get it right now, but uh, I got really into sim racing. Like I even bought a wheel. I have my pedals here. Uh, and I started watching Formula One. And then 2021 happened. And Dogecoin happened. And I jokingly bought like a hundred bucks worth of Dogecoin like five years ago as a joke. Oh, snap. <laughs> I have $5,000 worth of Dogecoin that I took out nice. and immediately bought like a like a highest, like, well, the lowest possible price for like a high luxury suite at Formula One when it was near Austin. Best experience of my life. Oh. Shit was oh. awesome. <laughs> Should have bought the dip. 
Dude, uh, it was like champagne, like at my whim, I could just be like, hey, I, champagne, please. And then like eight people would be like trying to throw like the <laughs> glasses at me. Uh, I think that's the first time I've ever. You do the double clap. Dude, like I knew I was in for some crazy shit when I like registered, like I, I walked in to my suite. I was talking to the person who was checking me in. They were getting like my COVID information because this was 2021. Uh, and then as soon as I turned to go sit at a table. I kid you not, three waiters and waitresses all came at me like one had like mimosas, the other one had like croissants, another one had champagne. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Like I didn't know what to do. (laughs) But I think that's the first time I've ever like experienced like money privilege. You know what I'm saying? Like those people were so terrified of saying no. It was crazy. Uh, I met this. Uh, I met this, these really cool. Uh, this really cool group of people. Uh, it was Jordan and his and his fiance Elaine, and their friend Sam. Uh, and Elaine is like this tall, like a little Asian woman, most confident person I think I have ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. And she would just like she knew what she was doing. Like she would just do shit, and it's like yeah. Just better, better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Like at one point, like we were just standing around and she just grabs me and goes, hey, we're going this way. And we started following people <laughs> going into the pit lane. And then all of a sudden we were walking on the track and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I, I like having those kinds of friends. Dude, yeah, they were so great. Uh, I'm going to message them after this show. Hope they're doing well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, I don't know how we got on this tangent about Formula One and NASCAR and Butterbean, but it all boils down to having a good time yeah you gotta watch it man it's gonna it's gonna diamond Dallas page saved his life there you go ddp yoga huh <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I did ddp yoga for a little bit that stuff's not bad it uh it helped me with a pretty bad uh femur injury i had no not femur what's the bone above your knee no that is the femur right yeah I had an injury around there. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? Uh, anyway, I, I believe we're now that we're talking about Formula One and Butterbean and femur injuries, I think it's that time. You sure you don't want to like look for a Street Fighter again? Do you? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Give me a link. Uh, I, I do have something else in the works for next week. That I, Oh, shit. Speaking of next week. Uh, holy shit. I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, I don't think I mentioned this last time, but... Uh, we had a, uh, we had our uh, Evo picks contest, and I forgot to mention this last week. Let me pull it up here. Steve was nice enough and got me Ooh. the names. So here's the sitch. All right, uh, everybody in chat listening, everybody in chat, give it, like type one. Make sure I know you're listening. All right, uh, I haven't seen if anybody type one. Oh, you typed one. All right, good enough. Uh, so here's the situation. Die by Sword Type 2. Well, good thing, Die by Sword, you did not win. Uh, <laughs> now, here is the situation. We have six people who got it dead on. Ooh. So, what we're going to do is next week, on the show, we are going to spin the Wheel of Doom. And we're going to pick two people who I'm going to give pizzas to. Why can't they just share a pizza and a quarter? I don't want to go through the logistics of that. Slice and the quarter of a slice. 
I don't want to go through the logistics of that. Pizza party. I had a pizza party recently. I don't even know who half these people are. I think they entered through Twitter Cuba and they don't even watch the show. <laughs> what? Cuba oh, Cuba. share the pizza. And what's funny is Cuba is one of the winners. So if you're up for sharing. <laughs> oh, you might have changed it. <laughs> oh, never mind. Full pizza, uh, please. So here are the so here's how this is going to work. Next week we are going to do the drawing, and I'm saying this now: you have to be here to accept your prize. If you are not here to accept your prize, I will not be giving you pizza. We're, I'm doing Nobody something for you. I'm not. I'm doing something for you. You better be over here hanging out with me. All right, I have to buy my friends because I don't have enough in my life. So here are the six people who have won. And again, next week, we're going to spinning wheel. Two of you will be earning a pizza from me. Q-Ball. Congratulations, Q-Ball. Cold G Storm. Uh, Ruri Kid A. All right. Ikazukis. Scrub Cybot. And Red, Red Mage Susie. I like that name. Aside from Q-Ball, I don't think any of these people watch the show. <laughs> uh, but Red with that... Mage Susie sounds like somebody you would make fun of. Like, if there's a Red Mage in Final Fantasy, oh, here comes Red Mage Susie. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, Die by Sword says I feel like you're making up these names so you don't have to hand out... Dude, look, I'm not going to... All right, I, I was about to show my DMs with Steve, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm becoming suspicious too. As soon as Cuball GG came in the chat, you're like, "Oh, you want a pizza? I'm a, I don't know about this." <laughs> there you go. It's out of focus, sure, but you can make those out. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Is that an air dust? <laughs> Get some canned air. Oh yeah, this is uh, so I can. Uh, when I was uh, I had to replace the cooler in my PC, so I bought some of this to clean it out while I was in there. Uh, fun times. But yeah, if you come to Combo Breaker, you can just give me the pizza then. I don't think I'm going to Combo Breaker this year, sadly. I am trying my best to make it to Evo. I have a couple of things. I have something in the works that I'm very excited about, and if it all lines up, which it's a possibility, I'll be going to Evo. And I might even have enough to bring you with me if you want to go. No way. Yes. However, I don't know if it's going to happen yet, but it's in the works. I'm reaching out to sponsors. I'm doing my due diligence. Speaking of, if anybody has any advice about reaching out to sponsors and shit, please get at me. Uh, uh, BOV at bestofeshow.com. If you want to email me just to talk to me or talk about sponsors or whatever. Um, I got some, I got some big things in the works and if it all lines up, it's going to be dope. Real dope. Show them that clip of the review on the of the leverless. Show them the microscope. Show them all the this. Show them all the that. Hey, High hey, five. Hey, the, hey. Oh wait, wait. The the Hey Arnold. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So everybody whose name I announced, I'm gonna make a post on Twitter as well. Uh, be here next week, next Tuesday. We're gonna draw those names live, and we're going to going to be going over the the. The aftermath of Capcom Cup 10. This has been another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon. This is the Lord Automatic. You can follow him at Automatic on all the things. Uh, and you can go check out his Twitch stream. Twitch.tv forward slash at Automatic. YouTube.com forward slash Jibbo. J-I-B-B-O. Uh, my name is Elon. I stream on here. 
Uh, I streamed today. It was kind of fun. I'm planning on streaming tomorrow, too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're out of here. Thanks, everybody. I, I think that's the sign for us to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs>